Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to the behind the scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. For today's episode, I would like to discuss the importance of book reviews and how you can make it as easy as possible for you to write a a review of the books that you read. Book ratings and reviews are ultimately for other readers, not for the authors. The purpose of book reviews isn't to pad an author's ego or to give an author feedback on their book. Instead, the purpose of book reviews is to help other readers decide whether or not this book will be a good fit for them. That being said, we authors love when people review our books because reviews are absolutely critical for helping our books rank higher in the algorithms on Amazon and other ebookstores. Basically, the more reviews a book has, the better the chance that other readers will stumble across the book when they are searching for books on an ebookstore. Personally, I also like reading reviews of my books because those reviews help me to gauge whether I succeeded in getting across what I wanted in a book that I wrote, for example. It's also a useful way to understand what characters my readers want to see more of in future books, um, which is particularly important when you are writing a series like I am, and also to determine whether readers find your books um, more emotional or humorous or what have you. Sometimes it's difficult to pinpoint the genre when we are writing a book, so it's really useful when readers tell us how the book made them feel while they were reading it. So, even though reviews are not for the authors, we still benefit a huge, huge amount. If you have listened to previous episodes here on The Secret Podcast, then you will know that being an author, especially a self-published indie author, is not generally a super lucrative line of work. Writing and publishing books takes a lot of effort, often with minimal financial return. An article in Forbes last year noted that the median annual income for professional authors is below $15,000. Of course, this isn't to say that authors can't earn a livable annual income, but it does mean that it is much more challenging for authors to do so compared to other lines of work. But here's the good news. One of the ways that you can help authors to earn more, and by more, I'm not talking about millions of dollars, I'm talking about a livable annual wage, is by leaving a review. That is how you can help authors. The more reviews that a book has, the higher up in a category it will be, the easier it will be for other readers to find it when they're looking for books, and the more likely another reader will be to buy that book because they will have someone else's opinion on the book to help them make that decision. After all, how often have you purchased something without reading a review of it first? Readers have power. Readers are everything. And when you leave a review for a book, you are wielding your power in a way that can change everything for an author. This might sound a touch dramatic, but it really is true. As a reader, you have this power, so why not use it? 
If you're anything like I used to be, you might be hesitant to review books because it feels like there are a few barriers to doing so. You have to choose which platform you want to leave your review on, you have to decide what you want to say and how you want to say it, and you have to determine the number of stars to give the book. All of that can feel like a lot of work. But here's the thing. It doesn't need to be a big production. It really, really doesn't. Here is what's worked for me, and you might find that it works well for you too. Every time I finish reading a book, I review it online. I usually review it on BookBub, Goodreads, Scribd, or Kobo, sometimes all four or sometimes just one of them, depending on my mood. I have now created a rule for myself where I am not allowed to read another book until I've reviewed the book that I just finished. That's a pretty good incentive for me to review every book that I read. I also don't put a lot of pressure on myself with writing reviews. Even one or two sentences can make a huge difference about what you thought of the book and why you think someone else might like it or dislike it. The most important thing is to always ensure that your review is sincere and honest. Now, I'll get to a few book review prompts in a moment, but first I want to take a step back from the review side of things and address star ratings. When you give a book a rating of 1-5 to five stars, the best thing you can do is to post a review to go along with your rating. Why? because star ratings are subjective. Reviews provide context to the ratings, which is why they matter so much. This is your opportunity to say, the author is an engaging writer, but I couldn't relate to the story. Or, I loved this book, but I wish it would have been longer. Or, the characters were awesome, but I didn't like the subject matter. And so on. Star ratings don't specify what aspect of the book that you are rating. Book reviews help readers to better understand why you gave a book however many stars. Now, once again, star ratings are subjective. Some people never dole out five stars, whereas other people never give below three stars. Personally, I don't like to be stingy with my stars. It's important to not compare a book in one genre to another, for example, or to compare every book written to your favorite author. Rate a book based on its own merit rather than comparing it to a bunch of other books. And especially if you give a book three stars or lower, please, please take the time to explain why in your review. There is not anything inherently wrong with giving a book a lower rating, and you certainly don't need to give every book five stars, but it is important to explain your reasoning for your rating, especially when you gave it a little bit of a lower rating so that another reader can decide whether or not the book is right for them. Another one of my personal rules is that I don't leave star ratings for books that score lower than three stars. Um, and this is just in part because if I didn't like a book, that doesn't necessarily mean that someone else won't like it. Um, and I don't want to you know, destroy this entire book's credibility or viability by giving it one star. But also, it's that if a book is worth less than three stars for me, I'm probably not going to finish reading it, 
right? So if I get halfway through a book and I'm like, you know what, I would only give this book two stars, then I'm not going to finish it. And if I haven't finished a book, then I really don't feel comfortable reading it. So therefore, none of the books that I review are ever going to be scored lower than three stars. But this is a personal preference. You do you. To each their own. Okay, now let's get back to discussing the topic of writing book reviews. How can you write a review? What makes for a good review? And how much time does it need to take you? When it comes to choosing your ebook platform in which to leave a review, go for whatever platform is most convenient to you. Typically, this is the ebook store that you purchased your book from, so often that means Amazon or Kobo. If you're interested in getting involved in the bookish community or connecting with other readers and authors, then posting your review on Goodreads or BookBub is another great option. Choose the platform that is easiest for you to access. We are really looking at how to make this as easy as possible for you and as convenient as possible. While you are writing your book review, at the very least, I encourage you to write one sentence. That's it. It can really be as simple as saying, I loved the chemistry between these two characters. Or, this author's writing style reminds me of Emily Giffen. Or, if you're looking for a light summer read, this is the book for you. Really, that's it. (laughs) That is all you need to include in your book review. How long does that take you to write and post on an ebook platform? Probably less than two minutes. Less than two minutes out of your day, and yet, again, it can make a world of difference for an indie author. Of course, if you want to, you can get much more in-depth with your review. Your review of a book could be anywhere from one sentence to a paragraph to several paragraphs. Go nuts! If you're trying to think of ideas for what to talk about in a review, Here is a list of prompts to get you started. Who is your favorite character in this book and why? Who is your least favorite character and why? What did you think of the relationship dynamics between characters? How was the pace or the rhythm of the story? Did it make you want to keep turning the page and find out what happens next? Does the author focus more heavily on dialogue or description? If this book is part of a series, can it also be read as a standalone? Do you like this book more or less than others in the same series, and why? What kind of feelings or emotions came up for you while you were reading this book? In other words, is this book a better fit for someone who really just wants a good laugh, Or would it be a good book for someone trying to get over an an unrequited crush so they want something that tugs at the heartstrings, and so on? If this is an up-and-coming author, is their style similar to another more well-known author, ideally in the same genre, that other readers might recognize? Sometimes telling people that this author writes in the style of Lauren Blakely or Kendall Ryan, Ryan, etc., um, that kind of thing can really help readers decide whether this new author would be someone they would want to read for themselves. Those are just a few prompts to get you started when you are leaving reviews. 
You could choose any one of those ideas and review it based on that single prompt, or you could use every single prompt in your book review. Have fun with it. If you want to refer back to these book review prompts on a regular basis, I have created a cheat sheet for you with a list of review prompt ideas. You can grab it below this episode and download it to have handy anytime you are reviewing a book. One last note about book reviews. If you leave a positive review for an author, please tell them especially if you publish the review on your own blog or on a slightly more obscure platform that they might not be checking. Tag the author on social media with a link to your review. It will make the author's day, if not their entire week or month, and they will absolutely be sharing your review with their own audiences. And I also want you to keep in mind that the more that you review books and the more that then people will be buying these books as a result, the more that that author will probably continue to write books, right? So the more income that that an author can generate from their books, um, the more time that they will probably have to write books, the less it's going to be a side hustle and the more that it will be their main thing. So if you really like an author and you want them to keep writing and publish more books, then posting reviews can be a fantastic, fantastic way to help them out with that. Okay, so now that you know the value of leaving book reviews and you've seen how easy it is, maybe you will also take up my own rule of writing a book review after finishing every book that you read. And maybe you're also now realizing that because this is so easy, you also want to do other things to support indie authors. Here are a few ways that readers can support authors. Share their posts on social media, as simple as retweeting a tweet about their book. Tell a friend about their work, especially if you think that particular friend would be interested in it. So if you know that a friend reads a particular genre um, and this author writes that, tell that friend about this, this, this new author. Buy an indie author's book for yourself or buy it as a gift for someone else. Ask your local bookstore to carry books by that author. Post a photo of the book on social media and tag the author. Pre-order that author's next book. Pre-ordering is super helpful in in boosting that book's ranking and that author's ranking um, in various algorithms. So if you can pre-order rather than ordering after the fact, I mean, anytime that you order is obviously fantastic, but pre-ordering actually boosts things even more. So anytime you can do that, that's always really helpful. You can also tell an author what you liked most about their work so far, or even what you're looking forward to seeing more from them in the future. And who knows, maybe by doing that, that author will also end up writing more about that type of thing that you're most interested in. And of course, a wonderful way to support indie authors is to leave a book rating and review. Remember, As a reader, you have power. So what will you do with the power that you have? To wrap up this episode, I invite you to review one of my books. I've included the links below this episode in case you would like to take two minutes out of your day to post a quick, honest review of any one of my books. Thank you so much for your support. 
Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you rate books and write reviews? Do book reviews help you decide whether or not to read a book? Feel free to email hello at saganmorrow.com or connect with me at saganlives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. Thanks so much, and I will see you in the next audio recording.